Hey, you guys, one of my favorites is here, Miss Margaret Cho. That's right. The genius of Margaret Cho is going to be on the Koi Pond. I can't wait to ask her questions. I can't wait to just talk to her and get to know her. Dre, tell everybody how much fun they have here at the Koi Pond. We have an amazing Uh, time here. Amazing time. It doesn't matter if we're sick or not. We come in, we make you laugh, and you're going to enjoy the rest of your day. Just listen to us. We're on every social media platform, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. It's the Koi Pond. Follow us. Give us some suggestions. Give us some ideas. Ask us some questions and we will answer it. The Koi Pond. T-H-E-K-O-Y-P-O-N-D. Are you excited, Dre? Yeah. Brian? Yeah, big time. Margaret Cho, Koi Pond. You know, instead of waiting for a good day to happen, you know, waiting around, the ups and downs, you know, I, I just said, look. It's the Koi Pond. I think I say this all the time, but whenever kids sing, I I can only smile. Anything they sing, anything they do. I can watch, I can watch videos on YouTube of kids just dancing, and it's the most, it's the most fun I'll ever watch. Just watching kids dance. (laughs) You ever see kids just twist their arms? Yeah. Twist their arms and bounce. I want to do this video of uh like just show kids dancing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, to, like to the current song, you know, it's always like, a, it's like 50 Cent, you know what I mean? It's not, yeah. that, that's not current, but you know what I mean? <laughs> and they're dancing. <laughs> and then I want to get the same outfits and then like maybe say 25 years later. Yeah, yeah. And they're all adults, but they never stop dancing. They, <laughs> that's how we always dance. That's Hilarious. the most fun. That's when you're, mo- the most fun is when you dance like that. that. When they're most, that's the most innocent. It's the most natural Reaction. Yeah, it's the most natural yeah. form. Like they're not they don't care about what anyone thinks. Nope. You know what I mean? Am I doing that dance correctly? It, does this look good in my outfit? They don't give a shit. Nope. I'm a bounce in one spot and wiggle my head. <laughs> that is dancing. Aww, and that cute. is life, right? Yeah, very cute. That's how everyone should everyone should approach life like that. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, just yeah. life is just so pure and innocent until they start feeding you all this negative stuff you hear from the world and you watch news and then and then slowly it morphs your brain into something something that it wasn't really supposed to be lose all your natural instincts yes yeah can't we all just go back to that <laughs> just that one shoulder endlessly. shrugging i just want to see if my hair can <laughs> flap in the wind <laughs> you know yeah. like that's that's beautiful that's when life is fun Margaret Cho is in front of me and my childhood and everything. I don't know why my childhood. We're the same age. Are we? I think yeah, I'm older you blew than you. Up, you blew up. At, I blew up. But what I'm saying is your career took off in your 20s. Right. Yeah. How old were you? Um, probably, yeah, like 23, 24. Unbelievable. Yeah. Mm. Unbelievable. To be 23 and already have... Mar- Margaret Cho, uh, Dre, by the way, Margaret Cho, Margaret Cho, Margaret Cho, Margaret Cho. She's here. Yes. And uh, and you're blessing the koi pond. Yes. You yes. are to to be at 23 and already have your 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 voice mm-hmm. down mm-hmm. to to know what you want to talk about and 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 voice your opinion in a day and age where there were no mo- role models for you. Mm-hmm. There were none. Yeah. You you your role model was stand up comedy. Yeah. 
I guess so. Yeah. Uh, so you 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 were inspired by other comics, but I mean, yeah. I, I'm just, I don't know you, but I'm just saying, the way you went up there and just told the world about how it is to be Korean and how it is to have a Korean mother and hey look at me I'm fucking hip just like everybody else it doesn't matter what my ethnicity is yeah. and I'm gonna wear this leather outfit because mm-hmm. that's who I am as a person mm-hmm. it's good. dope it's, it's good. inspirational yeah. it's very good how how was that for you? How many years were you in? Um, I had been doing comedy for about, I think, almost nine years at that point. Because I'd been doing it for a long time. You started at 14? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But I was doing it like, I had a teacher who would sign me up for open mic nights at the other cafe, which is a comedy club in San Francisco. So then I was doing that, and I was still in school, and then... Um, later I did, there was a lot of like road gigs around the city. So you could do comedy, like kind of at these weird, like little like restaurants all over. And then there was like all these like big comedy clubs in the city too, in San Francisco. So there was like ability to kind of have, um, a career where people really needed like openers. People really needed like middles, yeah. you know? And it so was that time. It was that time. Yeah. Like in the late 80s and early 90s, people really, um, they were going to see comedy, but all the time. Like, and yeah. they would mm-hmm. have it everywhere. Yeah. You know? I, I know exactly easy. what you're talking about. Yeah. You were blessed to be part of that mm-hmm. era. And then, yeah. and then when Comedy Central came out mm-hmm. and people could watch stand-up on TV, that's when everything started dying. Mm-hmm. All the clubs started shutting down all over the place. Because right. mm-hmm. I, yeah. I remember that's when I started doing stand-up. Mm-hmm. It was like 89, 90. Yeah. And then that's when like all these features, features were like, oh man, you're... You're coming in at a bad time. <laughs> You're coming at a bad time, and I'm like, "What?" Yeah. I'm like, "What are you talking about?" But that—that's so crazy that you were part of that. that yeah. That—that that, that, that part of history. Yeah, it was lucky. It but was lucky. I wasn't lucky. You were amazing. Thank you. How? But at 14, what made you? What inspired you? What was it? But- I just wanted to do it. Like I always knew that I wanted to be a comedian. I think I probably decided when I was like eight or nine that I wanted to be a comedian, and then I just. Um, I was in theater and then we had a teacher that I think it's kind of inappropriate now that I think about it. Like she's like signing us up for open mics, like very, that's, you know, we're like in the, you know, in high school, that's kind of, that's kind of ballsy. Like that's. um, Especially back then. Yeah. Like she's a real, she's, I still, I'm still in touch with her and she's a real, she's a real like quirky lady. That's beautiful. You know, she... Um, it takes people like that to inspire. Yeah, she just is very inspirational and she was mm-hmm. like kind of a younger teacher. And so, a very forward thinker. Yeah, so that that I'm I'm grateful that I had her as a teacher. Yeah. And so it was a good thing to do, but I, I always wanted to do it. I don't know if I... Um, I think because I was so young, I didn't know what I was doing. Like, yeah. I think if I, like if you, you started like maybe later, if I started later, maybe I would have been more um, like, freaked out by it. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. You know, yeah. but I was so young, it didn't. I just was like, oh, whatever, you know, Man, up for it. That's so cool. Yeah. Were you talking about your mom at that point? Or yeah, no? you were. Yeah, and very what? like wow. childish kind of things. Like it was such a. It was such a weird thing. Like, I didn't really have anything to talk about, like, as a comedian. You don't really get material until you're much older, I think. Yeah, until you live some life, right? Right. Like, you have to be at least, I think, in your 20s. Like, if I look at younger comics now, like, people who are, you know, really, like, kids and stuff, there's a lot, like, kids on, like, YouTube and doing doing comic stuff. And I don't think that they have the... uh, 
life experience to really understand even what comedy is yet. Yeah, mm. at all. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Or have a voice. Yeah. Or even know what a voice is, to be honest. Yeah. They don't even know what that means yet. They're like, voice? You yeah. mean this? Yeah. This is a voice. They don't I really have a voice. know. <laughs> but I'm then not doing when, sign language. <laughs> I think when you're used to like what the art of it is, and then you're like in your 20s, and then you, you if you have the experience to, to know what, what it feels like, then when you do have some life in you, then you can actually like go forward pretty quickly. Like people, like um, Dave Chappelle's the same way, or like uh, Chris Rock is the same way. They start; those guys started like super young too. Yeah. Eddie Murphy yeah. started really, really yeah, young. Yeah, very, very young. And he was catching the subway by himself mm-hmm. from Nassau. I think it's Nassau, New York, right? Nassau mm-hmm. to uh, into the city itself. Right. Yeah. And would wait to go up. Yeah. Unbelievable. It's amazing. I, I wanted to do stand up at eleven. Right when I saw Eddie Murphy Delirious, I was like, mm-hmm. "Yep, that's me." Yeah, but mm-hmm. I waited till after high school. Yeah, and even then, it took me another eleven years to figure out what I was talking about. Yeah. Whereas yeah. you, you went right off the bat. Who was in your, your inspiration? Who who is um, that saw you uh, that 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 motivated you? Oh God, you know, I think when I was really young like that, it was probably. Um, Paula Poundstone. Wow. Who was incredible. Incredible. Like, um, yeah, I would do, sometimes I would get like a guest set on a show of hers Uh and I would just watch her and like I've worked with her a couple of times, like I did like a week with her Uh at a club and she just was phenomenal because she didn't have, um, she would just like, she didn't have like material. She would just go off of the audience and it, sometimes she would like kind of go back into jokes that you may have heard before, but most of the time she was just very free Mm. and it was really like crowd work, but so sophisticated and so funny and so different. Yeah. She's great. She's really great. Well, what I love the most uh, about uh, watching you is uh, I I grew up uh, in Seattle, Washington. All my best friends, Korean. And uh, and I identified with my Korean mm-hmm. side. Mm-hmm. It wasn't my side. What I'm just saying is I'll, I was surrounded with nothing but Koreans. And then for you to hit the scene, I was just like, yo, this is so <laughs> dope. Yeah. yeah. It was such a crazy time, wasn't yeah, it? It was good. Yeah, it was really crazy. And and everything started blowing up for you. And then um, and what I loved the most was I, I didn't have that many people to... Uh, look at i don't know how to say this i i mm. i struggle with identity mm-hmm. you know what i mean especially like in the 80s it's like i was a mixed kid yeah that's not something that was common back mm-hmm. then I, i'm still no one knows what a filipino is <laughs> everyone knows what a korean is koreans right. yeah. were kind of like a very popular race chinese yeah. Yeah. very popular <laughs> right. everyone loved korean food uh uh-huh. you know my best friend owned a restaurant their mom owned a korean restaurant everyone ate at the restaurant so it was like but me, I was like, I was trying to sell myself. Filipino, uh-huh. Filipino, you should try the Filipino. What is that? Uh, no one knew, and it, uh-huh. no one knew what it was. And uh, so I always identify with this Korean side because mm-hmm. all my best friends were Korean. And um, so that was kind of like when you came onto the scene, I was just like so like motivated. I was like, yeah. oh, there is a place in stand up. Yeah. And 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 there is a way that you can make it in something that I thought was not. That that I didn't think you could make it in because mm-hmm. it was so white, black, Latino. Yeah, yeah. And then for you to come out and be like, "No, here's my mom, and yeah. this is this is funny, and I'm funny because I'm just funny." Uh huh. Doesn't matter what I talk about. Yeah. I'm just funny. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. thought that was really cool, man. So well, I you. always wanted to thank you for that. I've thank said it you. a million times before, it's but great. Well, for the love you. of the pod, I love it. Thank I you. I have to do this publicly. That's very nice. Yeah, I'm you, so glad. Yeah. What are you working on now? 
I just, you know, uh, I I have a podcast too, which you were on yeah. last week, yeah. and um, which is called The Margaret Show. So I just talk to people that I, I really respect and love and want to talk about, like, just comedy or whatever with, yeah. you know, which is cool. So it's it's nice to start doing that, you know. Mm-hmm. I did a podcast in the very dawn of podcasting in 2012. Mm-hmm. So and uh, so it's nice to come back to it now. Yeah. And then just doing stand-up, I tour a lot. I'm always on the road, yeah. which is good. You're a beast. I am a beast. You are a beast. <laughs> beast. This, is, this is what year now for you? I'm 30 uh, right now. This is my 30th. 1989 30th? is when I started. Oh, yeah. So 2019, so 30 years So I would in. be 36, 36, 37, wow. something wow. like that. Isn't yeah. that crazy to even 36. say that? Yeah, it's weird. It's weird because it went by so fast. Yes. But we loved every minute of it. Yes. And it went by fast, but then if you really look at it, it goes by pretty slow. Yeah. So you go, oh, <laughs> that was a long time Yeah. Ago. You know, like yeah. all of the... Um, kind of thought and preparation that goes into it and all the changes that you end up going through mm-hmm. as a comic, you mm-hmm. know, I think that's definitely different. Then mm-hmm. you then you realize how how much time this that's gone into it. Yeah. Which is good. What I, I went to I'm not gonna say where she lives, what city, mm-hmm. but uh the house that yeah. she has, what? Yeah. So gangster, <laughs> so gangster. It's like a castle. It's like it's like a it's like a it's so dope. Damn, like a modern hip cla- castle. It's Deser- just deservedly like, so though, right? Huh? <laughs> deservedly so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. And it's it's, good. it's so cool because when you live in LA, there's so many damn like hidden gems that you don't even know about. Mm, yeah, that were here that were. were that were being built by millionaires back then. Mm-hmm. And those millionaires were considered to be like billionaires now. Right. And they were just like, yeah, I'll buy this land right here and I want a castle. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. so sick, man. And, you, and you, every now and then you get to find gems like that. Right. I got lucky finding my place, but when I saw yours, I was like, whoa, this is so sick. Yeah. Well, it's good. It's because we're always on the road, so it's like you've got to have like a nice house to come back to. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's really important. Mm-hmm. Do you like to escape? Do you like to just like, because when I come home, they constantly, they, like there's like this group of people that they, <laughs> I, I always get phone calls left and right when they know I'm home. Mm. And uh, can you go up? Can you do this room? Can you? And it's like, yeah, I want to, but it's like, man, I just want to sleep right I know. now. I just it's hard. Like, it is hard. It's really hard. And then they think we're being mean. It's like, no, we're not being mean. No. It's just... I think it's like, well, I mean, I like to do spots in town when I'm not on the road a lot because then, you you know, I kind of have to do sets every couple of days or else I kind of forget, like, yeah. how to do it. So mm. it's weird to not do a set for, like, a long time. I don't like that. So um, I do go up if I'm here a long yeah. time. You know what I like to do, Margaret? What? I think you should do it, too. Mm-hmm. I go to, like, these little bars mm-hmm. or, like, these open mics that are, like, out in Pomona, mm. like West Covina. It's yeah. just a little bar. That's cool. <laughs> it's an open mic. And then I yeah. just walk in and go, hey, can I get, like, seven minutes? Yeah. And it's just, like, the most fun I'll ever That's have. That's good. That's good to do. Yeah, man. Just yeah. keep the chops tight. Yeah. And then also be in that environment where I bomb and I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's real. That was real. Yeah, yeah definitely. It's good. Yeah, I think bombing is is actually great because it means that you're um, taking chances yeah. with what you're doing and that, um, you know, material wise, it's like you're going 
for something different. Like I always try to like go for something different. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I end up bombing a lot, but you end up like bombing within a set. Like what I do is I bomb within a set and then I'll bomb for like a minute and then I'll come back to. Yeah. That's what I do. Yeah, I usually That's my like trick too. yeah, <laughs> sandwich it in between. Sandwich it, baby. So you don't see it as much. It's a good sandwich too. It's just there's a slice of bologna that no one eats. Yeah. And I'll take that out. It's fine, but it's like it's good to do that, I think. So, yeah. you know, cuz there's some people that just never take those chances and then they never grow. So mm. Exactly. You know, I always I try to. I don't understand where you're, you got to keep trying new stuff. Right. It's, it, people get into uh, autopilot really easy. Easy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, for oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. I know how to start and finish this real quick. Just and then do I'm everything. Go have a beer. Just it's everything like, that works. They just do everything that works. Everything that works. Yeah. 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 And then yeah. their end and their end goal is I'm gonna have a beer. It's like, bro, <laughs> it doesn't always have That's to end, end at goal. the beer. It's like uh-huh. you can end on a bad note right. as long as you risk mm-hmm. and try it. Yeah, it's better to do that. I yeah. Think. I, I love it, man. I've been doing it a lot lately. I went to this one. I, you should go, Margaret. Mm-hmm. They would go crazy. Yeah, for sure. I loved it one time I was at the improv. This is like, I think this is like seven years ago or eight years ago and you walked in mm-hmm. and it was so funny. I was talking to a, a comic. I forgot who I was standing next to, but it was, it was so cool because when you meet your heroes mm-hmm. for the first time, this is my first time meeting Margaret. Yeah. And it was so funny because the comic I was talking to, both our eyes went like, oh, <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, right, right, Margaret, right. how do we act right now? Yeah. We don't know how to act. It was really cool. It, it's really neat. It, it meant something special to me, too, because the guy I was talking to, I remember he was a white guy. I know that. I mm-hmm. can't remember who it was. And uh, and I just remember we both had that, that look on our face. Like, it was... <laughs> You know what I mean? It was mm-hmm. equal. It right. wasn't about race or ethnicity. Right, it was right. just like, yeah. here's a woman that inspired both of us to do what we're doing, and now we're in her house, and she's walking in mm-hmm. into her, <laughs> the house that she helped build. Aww. It's 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 really cool, That's Margaret. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Love it. Love it. <laughs> love it. Love it. You know what I don't love? I just want to say this real quick. This is aside from all the... Uh, uh, the Margaret Cho ass kissing that I'm doing right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had a meeting, man, at, uh-huh. at, a, at, a, at a big building, okay? Mm-hmm. And we ate at a restaurant. Well, we didn't eat. We had coffee at a restaurant. And I went to use the bathroom. And uh, all they had was the, the cold water turned on and not the hot water. Oh, I know wow. this has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but my whole thing is, is that even legal? Hmm. Like... Are, are you really saving that much money to where you can't turn on the hot water? Like, when I wash my hands, I want it to be washed. I need hot water. But on top of that, your employees, I want them to wash their hands in with hot, hot water. water. I don't feel like it's clean without it's hot water. It's not. Yeah, you, yeah. Need a, you need the hot water to really clean your hands, yes. I think. Yeah. What kind, how much money are you saving? Like, literally, I was like, huh? Like, where you turn the hot, the hot, it's just spinning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm like that, and then cold. Oh yeah, here cold, cold free. Like maybe, that's what they're saying. Maybe uh-huh. they think it's free. The, the Run combination of the cold water and the friction of you rubbing your hands together will make to it make happen. it hot. Yeah, to make it hot like that. Yeah, maybe yeah, that's what they're maybe. thinking. <laughs> hey, business owners, you're not saving any money by turning off the hot water. Like, were they going through their books and they were just like, oh, you know what, man. It looks like we're spending a lot on hot water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's turn that off for the customer. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyways, that was just that that was just something I, I I went through right now and it was bothering me all the way here. I'm yeah, like, should have, yeah, because I own a restaurant, Margaret. Oh, okay. And I thought I thought you had to have hot you water. do, yeah, maybe you do. I think I mean, you're correct in your thought. I think you have to have hot water to wash dishes. Yes. So yeah, they made me get like the most industrialized hot dishwasher like the kind where you pull a a, a gate down like a Jurassic oh. Park gate down uh-huh. and then you just hear it go oh and you see steam and right. it never runs out like it always makes hot water yeah. mm. uh, so weird man anyway you're not saving any money no and if if, <laughs> if hot water is breaking your business you need to walk away yeah, yeah. it's time to shut it down just shut it down <laughs> liquidate What's up, Joe? I want to talk to the Koi Pine listeners about Grubhub. You know, it's a really weird time. Everybody can tell we're doing these ads on our phones right now because everybody's, you know, doing social distancing. We're all separately in our homes. And Grubhub is one of the ways that we can help save the restaurants we love. Oh, exactly. By the way, my son is in love with spicy chicken sandwiches. How is he going to get that? Can't leave the house, but he can get it from Grubhub. Yep. And this is how we keep those places open. Every order on Grubhub helps support your local community as restaurants rely on delivery and pickup orders during this time. Contactless delivery is available. You know that? You can actually say in the Grubhub app, this has to be contactless delivery, meaning you're not going to actually touch you know, somebody or encounter them. You've got to stay six feet apart from the person, and they'll just drop it off outside your door, I believe. Yeah, that's perfect. That's the best way to feed your family right now. You want to go out to eat? Have Grubhub get it for you. That's right. Special promotions will be available daily. Look for neighborhood specials so you can save money and save a restaurant. Your pickup or delivery order can help save a local restaurant during this difficult time. Yeah, you guys, let's all work together. Grubhub is helping that. You can also donate your change on every order to support the Grubhub Community Relief Fund to support restaurants and drivers impacted by COVID-19. That's a beautiful thing, man. And there's this one special thing for just for the Koi Pine listeners. If you download the Grubhub app and enter code, promo code Koi Pond, you'll get $10 off $15 or more for new diners. That's promo code Koi Pond. Promo code one more time, Koi Pond. Yep. For $10 off any order of $15 or more for new diners, so download the Grubhub app today and use promo code KOIPOND to enjoy the restaurants that you love delivered. Go get something to eat now. I got here in 17 minutes all the way from uh, Avenue of the Stars. Oh, that was fast. That is fast. That's really fast. Fast and furious, Margaret. Mm-hmm. That's think, really fast. I do this trick now, and I don't want... I don't want uh, anyone listening to do what I do, but it's if there's no one around, mm. I go. Yeah, that's called illegal. Mm. Okay. What do you mean? If there's no one around, if I'm sitting at a stoplight and there's no one at any oh, of the lights, oh, you just go. Oh, you just go. And when it says stop, you go. I'm not going to sit there and look at this green light and there's no one there. There's no one going through it. I'm looking. I'm looking. I feel like that that intersection. 
that I I did it to two of them on the way here. <laughs> but I didn't want to be late, I, Margaret. I did well, not want to be late for you. Yeah. Well, and I was I was yeah. far away. I appreciate so it. So I that's saw nice. I was that's nice. I was in a red light. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, it was nice. That yes, you almost but, killed you lots of your people. Life and uh-huh. others. You're very nice. <laughs> um, very sweet. <laughs> it seems like they know though. Wouldn't they? Wouldn't somebody know if you did? Don't they have like CCTV or? I guess that doesn't matter. Nope. I ran it. Yeah. Yeah. There's no one <laughs> coming. It. I look to my right. I look to my left. There's nothing. Mm. I went for it. I there was that's 14 right. seconds. Yeah. That 14 seconds makes up for five minutes of your life. Yeah. I'm telling you, watch. LAPD is going to send you all these clips of you <laughs> running. <laughs> running through, they're running through footage right now. Mm. I am the worst driver ever. You are? Um, yeah. Hands down. I, I, I hit. Let me give you a list of things I've hit, Margaret. Okay. An armored truck. Ooh. Completely hit an armored truck with the back end of my prelude. Ripped out my taillight. Ooh. We both pulled over. <laughs> he didn't even get out of the car. He opened the little side window mm-hmm. where yeah. you could speak through. And he goes, hey, it was your fault. I'm not getting out. <laughs> and then he closed it. I think that's for the shotgun, actually. Oh, is that you're, what that is? You're lucky you didn't, you didn't get that. Yeah. Yeah. But he literally opened it. He goes, it was your fault. I'm not getting out. And then he closed the window. <laughs> oh, and then he opened it again. He goes, we can, he goes, I can leave if you want to stay. If you want to call cops, whatever. I'm, I'm, it's not my fault. And he closed the window. Hmm. But it was my fault. I did yeah. hit him. <laughs> and I remember we just both drove off. And I had to tell the I had to tell my insurance I hit an armored truck, but he didn't stop. And they were Ooh. like, all right. <laughs> I, hit a, I hit a cop in pursuit. Oh, no. That one was his fault. Yeah. Well, then you didn't hit him. Then you hit. They hit you. I hit him broadside. I, I t-boned him pretty oh, hard. Oh, oh. But it was his fault because he went through a red. But he oh. had his lights on. Oh. But everyone that pulled over, if no one pulled over, it it would have been my fault. But mm-hmm. everyone pulled over and said that he didn't yield. Uh, but if no one pulled over and I had witnesses, yeah, one hundred percent my fault. Yeah, one hundred percent my fault. Mm. I hit so many people. Mm. That's I pretty bad. I hit a fire hydrant. Mm. <laughs> it's to the point where the insurance is just, I think just now recently my insurance kind of went down. Yeah. That, mm. Yo, I was, that no one wanted to insure me. They were pulling up stuff from my past too. They were like, oh man, it says here you hit a fire hydrant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Wow. So you didn't see it or <laughs> like, how did that jump out at you? Cause that's not even on the street, Mr. Herbert. Oh yeah, oh my bad. Oh, that's too bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's like you just. Uh, I mean, I think you drive a low car, don't you? Drive a really low car. I From drive... what I remember, your cars are always very low. Yeah, I had low cars in the past. Mm-hmm. They were all uh, Acuras and Honda Accords. Mm-hmm. But that still has nothing to do with me just being a bad driver. <laughs> I'm just just a driving horrible... from a lower angle. Even in a higher angle, I bought a I bought a Toyota Tundra, uh-huh. and it sat on a lift with yeah. the big giant wheels. Yeah, I hit a gas tank pole. I think mm. Margaret's, you know the pulls Margaret's trying to give you a justification. Oh, she's trying to give me an out. She's trying to give me a lob. Yeah, and I'm not hitting. Yeah, you're it. not taking it. Well, because <laughs> I'm that bad. <laughs> How many you... accidents have you been in? No, I've never been in an accident. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, Are no. Are you lying? No. Not mm. one. Mm-mm. Never? Never. How? Wow. I don't know. I don't know, That's actually. That's virtually impossible. Because I'm not a great driver, but for some reason, I just I don't know. I've never- uh, Ever, ever hit anything? No. 
Wow. I've been in cars where uh, there have been accidents, but I was never the driver. You weren't the driver. Mm-hmm. Yes. How so many accidents have you been in? Two. Hmm. Both your fault. Yes. 100%. 100%. Yeah. The first one, I um, I had just recently got my license Yeah. in high school. Yeah. And I made a, a, a U-turn. Oof. That already I, sounds bad. Yeah, and I hit a like a Volkswagen, uh, what was that? Bus? The rab- Rabbit? Oh, the oh. Rabbit. It was in the next lane. And they, this is horrible. They oh, they no. proceeded forward, yeah. turned right. I proceeded forward, turned left, <gasps> and went home. Yeah. Dre, that's bad. I know. I was scared. Yeah. I was like 17, 16. Yeah, you didn't know. You don't know. And you then I had know. to lie. If and you're I... listening, if you still remember <laughs> that situation, you were hit by a you were hit by a Toyota Corolla. A Toyota Corolla. You were driving a rabbit at the time. Uh, please notify us. He's here to apologize. <laughs> I'm sorry. I am so sorry. <laughs> I told my grandmother that it got hit in the high school in the high school parking lot. Yeah. Because there was a big dent in the car. She was yeah. like, mm-hmm. what happened? And I was like, oh, somebody hit it in the parking lot. Ooh. And then like four or five days later, the police show up at the door like. Oh, so you did get caught? Yeah, I got caught. What? Yeah. You didn't say that part of the story. So yeah. they read your dr- license plate. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Here's the thing, Margaret. If mm-hmm. someone hits my car and runs, I can't read that license. Plate. I can't either. <laughs> I can't. I it's happened to me it. before. I I get. I can't. I can't. I get too. I get. I get too scared. I get too, too scared. scared. Right? You're too I panic. start mumbling. I want five, five, six, EG, PP, EG, AG. And then I don't know what I'm doing. Now, now it's nothing. Yeah. Because it's so shocking it's to get shocking. hit, and then you're just like so discombobulated yep. that how are you going to remember? Yep. I think that's yeah. I think that's everybody's experience. That how to shocked remember. I've never been involved. Like hit. I've never got hit and yeah. ran on. I guess yeah. is that what you call it? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, how does it feel? It's it was the worst. Let me, I'll tell you mine. Mm-hmm. So my I wasn't even in the car. My right. car is parked on the side, and I was in my apartment, and I hear this car come around the corner. You can just hear. Yeah. Like solid. And I'm like, that's my car. For sure that's my car. Because you know, you already know where your car was parked on the on the on the side of the road. Yeah. It was close to that corner. You can mm-hmm. tell he's spinning on that corner. I open the door, it's him. It's a van. He's stumbling out. Uh, uh, uh. All of us from the apartment start gathering around in like this semicircle or whatever. What? And yeah. And he gets back in the van and takes off. No one like tries to like Tackle him or nothing. I think I would have done the same thing. I, I freaked this was out. A mob mentality that, that was forming. But none of us even tried. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean you would have ran? The mob. The mob was forming, right? Is that what you're saying? He was a little. Yeah, but I mean, we all came out of the apartment. He obviously was a little. He was, he drunk. was drunk. Yeah. And then, uh, and then we all started gathering around him, like a little, like a little moon shape around him. And then he, he like. Uh, and, then he, and then he got back in his car and we're like, no, 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 you can't drive. And, it, and then he closed the door and then it, and he just drove off. And I remember looking at the license plate and I was like, Evie, Evie, JJ, did anyone see the last letter? Like, I didn't even know the letters. Wow. It's hard to that read sucks. them when you're like panicking, like what is going on? Like, you know, yeah. it's hard. To, yeah. I know that feeling. He got caught. Mm. He should have. He yeah. got caught. They called us, right? Uh-huh. I went in to do a police lineup. Have you ever done that? No. No. Wow. Bro, 
I could not identify this guy. Wait, wait. They what? found the same Mexican guy <laughs> six times. That's what I was going to ask you. Were they similar? Did they look Yes. Alike? The same Mexican guy <laughs> six times. And I, I kept looking. I kept looking. He goes, do you need a break? I was like, yeah, man. I-? I go, I go. you know, like I'm a little excited. I'm a little overwhelmed right now. He goes, you want to come back? I'm like, yeah, can I come back? Ooh. Wait, how long was this thing? Because on TV, they're they're really quick. I came back. They can let you sit there for ever. They were like, "You need to record." He goes, "Because this is very important." Mm. He goes, "You got to really make sure who you touch or who you point at that that's the person wow. and that you're making the right decision." He goes, "Do you want to come back?" I go, "Let me come back. Let me gather my thoughts." Blah blah blah. And then I came back, and I still couldn't figure <laughs> it out. <laughs> but you want to hear what's crazy? The guy assisted me. Mm. The cop. The cop showed me his mug. That's not legal, is it? Nope. Mm. He goes, he goes, look, man. <laughs> this guy came in. He's been apologizing. He said that uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, man, that's him. I, I but I do, I will say this. I go, that's him. Yeah. When when they showed me, I go, that's him right there. And he was in that lineup. Mm-hmm. But dude. There's no way. There's no freaking so way. Crazy. Mm-hmm. There's no way. And it's almost scary. Yeah. No, it's not almost. It was scary because I was like, wait a minute. If I don't identify this guy, he's free to go. Yeah. Yeah. And that sucks yeah. because he did it. Yeah. And I know he's in there, but they all got mustaches. <laughs> it's hard to tell. I mean, I don't know. Like if you do like a lineup. Would, did they just come back? Or is it all people who have committed crimes? Or it's just like, yeah, do they yeah. fake you out? They, gra- they grab like guys that that are Maybe done have stuff. done this. I don't know what they did. It's crazy. Yeah. I think they're all like, they've all done stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They and don't have like, like actors probably, in there. They don't yeah. have like <laughs> actors that are kind of look like that. I don't know. Like, they I don't know how they do it. Yeah. yeah, I don't know yeah. how they do it. Hey, a we need you to play a drunk guy <laughs> in a hit and run case. Yeah. $64 for eight hours. $64. You yeah. <laughs> stand there and look miserable. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. That's true. Casting, casting books, police lineup. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Dude, I couldn't do it. That's why. Imagine, imagine being a cop and having to get that, that description. Mm-hmm. All you get is a a, a verbal description, yeah. and you have to act on it. Mm-hmm. What? Hell no! Yeah, how do you know? I'm like, not going to be a cop. Where? Yeah, where? I don't even know. Which way he's going southbound? I don't even talk <laughs> I like don't know. that. Yeah. I don't even talk like that. Southbound, left or right? Which way did he go? Left or right? What's more pressure, being the cop or the sketch artist? That's a lot of pressure too. The right? sketch, yeah. sketch artist is really you hard. Really fuck it up. Yeah. You could really fuck that yeah. up. Yeah, I saw a sketch <laughs> artist, uh, and this is you can watch this on YouTube. And the sketch artist drew basically the news reporter, <laughs> 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 and the news reporter look for this guy. He's on the loose. <laughs> and it looked like the news reporter. That's funny. I couldn't do it. That's a job I couldn't do. What kind of job did you want to do aside from that? Or is that all you uh, want to do with stand-up? All I wanted to do with stand-up, I think I could have, like, maybe would have wanted to be a veterinarian, but then that's kind of sad, too. Yeah. Like, because also, like, that's, 
most of, I mean, you think that it's going to be a cute job, but it's actually mostly like you're putting dogs down. Yeah, you're putting yeah. dogs down. You're fixing dogs' yeah. legs. You you have to put your finger up their butt. Oh. You know, it's like squeezing anal glands. Yeah. That's what I think yeah. you would end up doing. And um, cutting their nails. Yeah, cutting their nails, sque- squeezing anal glands. Yeah. Uh, taking things out their butt. Yeah, or, you know, something like that. Yeah. That I, I don't think I like doing. I had a, Margaret has a uh, a chihuahua. Yeah. And my my dog Sissy was a chihuahua. Yes. Brown, light brown. Yours is uh albino white with the pink <laughs> eyes. So yeah. cute. She's a baby. Uh oh, she is? How old? She's uh, about eight months nine months now. Oh, oh wow. Nine months, yeah. Uh my it's so crazy. This is what's crazy about dogs. And this is what this is the importance about having dogs. One, they're your best friend no matter what. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can leave the house, come back, and it's gonna be like, <laughs> Whoa, where did you go? <laughs> Uh, I got so much to tell you. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, uh, yeah. and then two is like, hey, you want to scratch my back? It's totally cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, can I lick your face? Totally cool. You want me to lay on your lap? Totally cool. Uh, are you hungry? So am I. Uh, you want to walk? <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah you want to yeah. run? I want to run. You know what I mean? It's exactly. like whatever you want to do, yeah. let's do it. It's the ultimate friend. Yeah. The the importance of having a dog or a pet, but mostly I, I really, I, I, I'm biased with dogs, especially when you have a kid. One, it teaches your kid love, how mm-hmm. to love and care, mm-hmm. unconditional love. Yes. And then two, it teaches you about life real mm-hmm. quick. And and my son's not prepared for it yet. He's got a dog that he's had for four years. We got from a, a shelter. Mm-hmm. His name's Kingston, the coolest oh, dog cute. in the world. And my son, you know, we got him. I think he was, uh, I think my son was 12 when we got him or something like that. And, uh, or 11, I can't remember how long, but we've had him for like four years or five years. And, um... And he's going to live with this dog. And he loves this dog. It's his best friend. It literally is his best friend. Mm. But that day when it comes is is the part that teaches you about life. Mm. And that's mm-hmm. that's the that's the cool thing about having a pet, an animal, uh, a dog especially. Because you it, it takes the weight from you and he gets to learn it on his own. Because when my dog, Sissy, had to get put under, mm-hmm. and I remember, you know, I didn't know... You know, I knew I loved the dog, but I didn't know how much, mm-hmm. to what degree. I didn't know it was. A, I knew that dog was a part of my life, but I didn't know it was a family member. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't know I had an emotional bond to this dog. I just remember my mom was like, because uh, she Sissy had a couple of strokes uh, to the point where she was paralyzed. Her mm-hmm. her two her her rear legs weren't moving anymore. And of course, we didn't want to put her down yet. We were keeping her for like six months, mm-hmm. letting her live like that. And you know, we were like, no, I'm not. And then finally, that one day, my mom was like, "Hey, uh, Joseph, take uh, take Sissy to the veterinarian and uh, drop him off. They they know that she's going to be dropped off." Uh-huh. And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'll take her on my way to work, mom. Aww. On my way to work." Yeah, I was like, "Oh yeah, I'll take her. Drop her off. Yeah, no problem, man. Drop her off." Drove to the vet, dropped her off, and I remember when I dropped her off, they grabbed her right because she was wrapped up in a blanket, mm-hmm. and they grabbed her from me. It was like, "All right, well, thank you." And I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa. is that it?" <laughs> Like, wait, wait, what do you mean? Like, you want me to come back later? I'll come yeah, get her right, later. Right, that, right, that, right. That's what you mean, right? No, no, no. Let, you know, did you, you know, say your goodbyes? And I'm like, what? And Aww. just the whole, the whole world, the minute I remember where I, we got her in front of the base exchange. You know, Ooh. I remember it was a, between two dogs. It was uh, this one little tiny black dog or a little tiny brown dog. And I remember my mom goes, I want the little tiny brown dog. And and, and we didn't have a name for her. And it's just, Ooh. I just, like, all these emotions, like, going through junior high with her, going through high school. And Damn. I'm just like, yeah. what? And then I started crying and yeah. bawling. 
man, like that taught me what life was. Mm-hmm. It, that moment right there taught me what love was and what what it's going to be like when that when that part of your life is gone mm-hmm. and all you have mm-hmm. is memories. Because it was so final, yeah. 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 And that's what it's going to teach my son. Mm-hmm. He's going to know what love life is it's going to prepare him for a loss in yeah. the family yeah and i think that's the good thing about having a dog in, in your life yeah. man yeah so when i look at your dog right now i'm just like thinking about sissy right now oh and you know Aww. i didn't know she important. was so young she's so like yeah content she, she's very good age. she's yeah. very she's very well behaved it's so funny when you uh don't want the dog because I, I know Dre has a dog that he didn't want, and now he's so... Because <laughs> my sister came home with a, a dog from the pound as well. Not the yeah. pound, but like a shelter. A rescue, yeah. Uh, from a rescue. And then like Dre was like, oh, damn dog. Little, <laughs> little tiny, so, barky, yappy dog. so Aww. funny. It's so true. And now he falls asleep with the dog on his chest. Like, Do you want biscuits? <laughs> Do you want biscuits? Huh? You're so fun to touch and pet. Yeah. Aww. It changes. It becomes part of the family. Yeah. Right? Seriously, yeah. Yeah. Is that the is that the only dog you had or what? Uh, no, she's um, she's from a long line of many rescue dogs. Really? Mm. You only so, do rescues too? Yeah, I only do rescues. But she, um, I have the, my last uh, one died um, last year in November. Mm-hmm. So she was fifteen. She's a Chihuahua too. Yeah. Mm. And so I was dogless for a while. You're, you're partial to the Chihuahuas. I do. Well, I like a little, and there's a lot of. I like a little dog, but I, there's a lot of them in uh, the LA shelters because they're very hard. They're they're kind of a hard breed. Mm. Ah. They're kind of like pit bulls. You know, pit bulls are uh, traditionally people don't like them here in LA. Uh-huh. So, which is too bad because they're beautiful dogs. Too. Yeah. But, uh, but what, why why is there so many Chihuahuas? I think because in the early 2000s. Um, Paris Hilton and uh, Britney Spears and had Taco them. Bell. Yeah, and the Taco Bell dog. And so everybody in there, you know, like the little girls wanted yep. a little yeah. dog, but they're a hard breed because they'll bite, you know, and they, yeah. they can be yappy. Yeah. So um, they're hard to train. So supposedly. Yeah. Um, so a lot of them got, you know, given up to the shelters. But before that, they would, you know, not spam or neuter them. So there would be lots of litters. So I think these are all the descendants of those dogs. Oh, that's an wow. LA cat. That's an LA, LA dog LA right dog, there. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Joe, you know what I love most about Mac Weldon? What? What is it? Not like their whole aesthetic. The Mac Weldon aesthetic is like so slick and cool and like clean. You know what I'm talking about? It's like gray and like and like sleek and like white and yeah, just, man. It's kind of like a Mac store. It's just just precise and to the point. Yeah. Exactly. It's, exactly. Exact, it's not too much, but it's exactly what you need. It's like a Japanese coffee shop. Mmm, arigato. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's very pleasing, it's very yes. modern. And yeah, and and their clothes are like that too. It's like really good fit, like yes. they're a great brand. And yeah, it's very feng shui, I will say. Yeah. It's kind of like the right look at the right time, the right amount of fabric, the right feel. It's just the right everything. And people think about them as an underwear brand sometimes, but they don't, they're not just a leading industry underwear brand. They also have so much more. They're yes. a one-stop shop for men's basics of all kinds. Of yes, course, indeed. man. They got, they got socks, shirts, hoodies, underwear. They got yep. a new uh, st- adjustable storm chaser rain jacket. Which I is love really, it. They got the longest lasting, highest quality items on the market. Mm-hmm. Trey's wearing the... Feels, 
Dre's wearing the underwear right now. Got them on right now. They feel so good next to the skin. Do you guys talk about what happens underwear-wise in the morning before? I mean, just how I, do you know that is the question. I just tell Dre what color I wear, and he tells me what color he wears, and we're good. <laughs> Mac Weldon believes in smart design, premium fabrics, and simple shopping. That website is so clean. It's so easy to use. And Mac Weldon will be the most comfortable underwear, socks, shirts, undershirts, hoodies, and sweatpants and more that you will ever, ever wear. Oh, I'm telling you, once you start wearing them, you'll never wear anything else. I'm addicted, and so can you. Tell them how they can get a pair of Brian. <laughs> okay, go to MacWeldon.com and enter the promo code KOIPON for 20% off their first order. Dre, 20% off. That is incredible. All you yeah. have to type in is KOIPON, K-O-Y-P-O-N-D, and get 20% off today. M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N.com, MacWeldon.com, and enter the code KOIPON. K-O-Y-P-O-N-D, K-O-Y-P-O-N-D, 20% off, Brian. But, when, there's, but there's more. They, they actually really do value their loyal customers. That's why they've created this Weldon Blue loyalty program, and here's how it works. People sign up. You register for an account. That is totally free. You place an order for any amount, and you never pay for shipping again. Then, once you purchase $200 worth of products from Mac Weldon, not only will you continue to receive free shipping, but you will also start saving 20% on every order you make for the next year. So Unbelievable. It's Unbelievable. It also gives you, grants you access to new products before they release to anyone else, as well as free gifts added to future orders. So everybody, go to MacWeldon.com and enter promo code KOIPON, and you get 20% off your first order that way. And then if you can register for their loyalty program, you can continue to get the 20% off for a whole year after you order $200. It's the gift that keeps giving. Who doesn't want underwear for a gift? Mac Weldon. Mac <laughs> Weldon. Get it. Was it painful? Because your, your tattoos are like extreme and detailed. <laughs> They're detailed. They're the very knee, detailed. The kneecap ones are the ones I'm worrying about. Not worrying. I'm wondering about. Extremely yeah. detailed. That looks painful. It's painful, but it's also dumb. Because it's like, why? <laughs> They're not finished. I, anything on your legs, I think, hurt a lot. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Like leg tattoos, I have a bunch of them, but I really, they're really unpleasant to get. Yeah. It's so just hours of agony. It it, it just really is. It bothers you, you know. Like for some reason, it's just it's a sciatic nerve, maybe. Yeah. Mm. Um. But uh. Yeah. I don't. I I don't want to finish them. Oh, you're not. They're not. I'm you're not, not going to get any more. Oh, you're done. Not, I'm done. Yeah. Because they're not finished, and I'm like, I'm not going to finish them because it's just it's just stupid now. And the only the other ones that aren't finished are on my back, and I can't see them, so I don't care. <laughs> Like who cares? That's dumb. It's fine. You're. I'm done. Yeah, I'm just done. Just I'm done. It, it hurt. It. I'm done. It's dumb. It's like. Well, I mean, I do love tattoos, but I also, I also hate the fact that you, you know it takes a long time to finish them. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like I don't care anymore. I can see the pain you went yeah. through. It's a little pain, very painful. Because look at. I mean, <laughs> I mean, ouch. Yes. That's uh, a horrible place to get one. 45 minutes of my it's life. It's a horrible the ditch of the arm. The ditch of, really the arm. Hurts. of the arm. Um, really I hurts. kept, I screamed twice. Yeah. I told, I said the guy, I told the guy, you need to finish now. Yeah. Yeah. I have my son's uh, Zodiac sign. That's what that is. That's Taurus. Nice. 
It's nice. But it hurts right there. That's a really painful part to get. Yeah. It's not Abraham Lincoln. No, it's it's not uh, George Washington. It's on not the George kneecap. Washington. It's just dumb, though. <laughs> like, why? It's so stupid. And it's just also why to, you not, say that? to not finish them is really dumb. <laughs> That's also like, they're almost done. So. You got to go finish them. I know. They almost. I, I think this is what you talk about on stage. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I love what you're saying right now. It's dumb. It's dumb. It is dumb. To like, it's not finished, and I'm not finished. Finishing it. <laughs> and it's on my back, and I can't see it, so fuck it. Yeah. And by the way, it, I'm not finishing it, and that's dumb, too. <laughs> yeah, that's also dumb. <laughs> if you get it's a tattoo dumb. and not finish it, you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> that's great, Margaret. Yes. Listen to me. This is for everyone listening. If you have a tattoo and you didn't finish it, you're dumb. Yes. By the way, I didn't finish mine. And I'm not going <laughs> and to. And I'm not gonna. You know why? Because it's dumb. It's dumb. It is dumb. That's okay. Why were you addicted to tattoos? Well, I uh, have a lot of friends who are tattoo artists oh. who are just like hanging out with. You know, when you end up hanging out with tattoo artists, you end up getting tattooed because it's just like, that's yeah. just, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, which is fun. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, yeah, it hurts. Yeah. Because it's like needles. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's needles and it hurts. It's like, it I love sucks. hearing this from you because this is the last, this is not what I expected you to say. Right. Oh, I remember yeah. when you got your tats, I was like, damn, she's tatted up. Yeah. So, this is not what I expected. I thought yeah. you were going to be like, I love tattoos. I can't get it off. I mean, it, but it also, the problem with them is that it keeps you stuck in a certain time. Yeah. Mm. So then your, your like memories or whatever, they're kind of rooted to that era. And so it's, it's a very a limiting thing, you know, because then like I'm, my, my body's still in like 2008. And it will never stop being 2008. <laughs> I, I it's so weird. Of, I didn't think of it that I way. I didn't think of it that way, too. That's deep. It's very deep. Because yeah. it, it's like when you experience like pain and tattooing, it, the, the fact of it is it anchors you into a place and time where you got the tattoo. And then, you know, some people have them for to memorialize people or, you know, for special things in their life. They have a tattoo for it. But mine are all just like dumb things that me hanging out with these <laughs> artists like. Which I, I mean, I'm, I love my friends, but yeah, it's They're just so dumb. dumb. It's just dumb. <laughs> I mean, yeah. were they ever like, can I try this on you? Like, I, I have this tattoo idea. Can I, <laughs> can I try this on you? And you were like, yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. No, I mean, it's, yeah, kind of like that, but it's mostly just let's just do this and let's do that and okay. What made you go with George Washington and Abraham? Oh, these are kind of because um, this is like a very popular tattoo for circus ladies you know the tattooed circus lady tattoos like i I, which i like you know in the turn of the century like sideshow they would get like presidents or they would get like the last supper on their back so it's a it's a kind of a a familiar motif Mm -hmm. yeah um or money that's like a very like i have um the uh 50 pound note which had the queen on it on my back Mm -hmm. and also a hundred dollar bill so i have partial benjamin franklin partial queen on there, on there somewhere. Got so it. there's sort of like these like motifs that happen in sort of historical tattoos. Yeah, got it. And that's done. Yeah. No more. No more. Not finished, but I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Can you call your next tour? It's fine. It's fine. It's done. Enough. That's enough. That's enough. Yeah. Margaret Cho live with her new hour. 
it's fine. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> it's good. Are you getting ready to do a new hour special? I guess. I mean, I guess I have that. Yeah, I think I have that uh, material. Yeah, I, think uh, I, I would like to. Yeah, you're 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 at that point where you just talk. Yeah, and that's the cool thing about just the talking. Yeah, oh, so and, is that yours? It's this fucking ring. Okay, really quick. You know the Ring app? Yeah. What it's, is that? It's in my. It's so I can find my fucking wallet, but it's in my wallet. So when I shifted, it, it goes off. Mm. My phone ringer is off. Yeah, mm-hmm. but this fucking thing goes off. Oh well, yeah. Very let's sen- lose it's very that. Sen- it's very sensitive. I is it the ring that? Is it like the one with the ring app that's like in the house where the, you like get the doorbell one? No, 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 oh, no, no. no, no. You know what? I'm sorry. It's called Tile. It's not yeah, ring. Tile. Oh, Tile. It's you ever a, heard of that? It's Mm-mm. in here. You put a tile inside your wallet or a tile keychain, mm. and yeah. it'll tell you where it's at. It gives you like a GPS. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's for yeah. stupid people. <laughs> I, I, yeah. That, no, no disrespect, Trey. No, no, no I, I can take stupid. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just to help help you find stuff, find your things. Yeah, just, yeah. I just attach it, it to It literally random, tells you where it's at. Shit. That's On good. Your, like your GPS, it. it's like, here's your wallet, stupid. That's handy. Yeah. 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 It's underneath a loaf of bread. Mm-hmm. You were mm-hmm. making a sandwich at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and there's your wallet. It's handy. It's handy because I'm consistently late to things mm-hmm. because I can't find my wallet. I hate Insert that. stereotype here. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah, yeah. I'm always late, but not today because Margaret Cho yeah. is here. Um, and you ran a bunch of st- stop signs, so, not stop signs, but street lights. St- street lights would seem more serious than stop signs. They be I, well, stop for signs later. you can definitely start going again yeah, after, you, yeah. so you don't have to wait for. But there's no difference from a stop sign and a, and a stop light. Mm-hmm. I feel like hmm. if it's if there's no one coming, go. Yeah. Go, man. Yeah. There's this intersection in Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. I, I I think it's Beverly. No, it's not Beverly Drive, but it's it's it goes towards the Beverly Hilton. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Beverly Hills Hilton, and okay. it goes towards Avenue of the Stars. You know what yeah. I'm talking mm-hmm. about? That I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Massive yep. six lane intersection. Yeah. yeah. That needs a light. Yeah. But it doesn't. It has six stop signs. <laughs> and everything works chaotically. Okay. Yeah. There's times where we stop in the middle, look, and then we proceed. Right. But no, I don't think I've ever, ever, ever seen a tow truck or an accident mm-hmm. in that act, in that intersection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that and that one really needs to stop like right. Yeah. So that's that's my point. Yeah. Is it valid? Probably not. Well, and then and then in contrast, there's a street I can't think of the name of it in Burbank. Yeah. Where no cars ever go. And the light is literally three, Red. Mi- three minutes long. <laughs> three minutes long. Yeah. They didn't put any weights or anything to let you know no. that there's a car. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. L- listen to what I'm telling you guys. If it's clear, go. <laughs> yeah. If it's clear, it's go, you guys. Your yeah. time is money. Yeah. Is that horrible? Uh, is well, it horrible it's advice? A, it's a little bad. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Now, remember, check your rear view, too. Okay, you guys, don't just look left and right. Check your rear view. And you're probably asking, why, Joe? Why would you check your rear view? Because I was in the left turn lane, and I did it one night. Mm-hmm. And guess who was behind me? The police. Oh. And he pulled me over, and he goes, I looked at my partner, and I go, is this fucking guy going to go? <laughs> and both of us just went, did he just do that? <laughs> did you get a ticket? Oh, yeah, that one. And then he goes, and then it was so funny. He goes, for a second there, we were like, 
man, let him go. That was a ballsy move. Like, <laughs> you're going to just turn our lights on and just look at you and go, you fucking idiot, and then take off. Right. But then we're like, nah, let's give him a ticket. Oh. <laughs> That's so funny. Literally. That's crazy. That's crazy. There were no cars, though. I know. What are the chances that they're just always, like, you know. It was a cop behind me. Yeah. I thought it was just a car. But I, no. I, le- I went, because there was no one coming, and that light was taking forever. I even said that to that guy. Mm-hmm. I go, I go, sir, I mean, seriously, though, that is the longest light. Yeah. It's not going, and no one was coming. Like, mm-hmm. seriously. He goes, yeah, you still got to wait, man. I'm sorry. I was waiting. <laughs> if I'm waiting, you're waiting. Ah. Uh. Whatever. <laughs> I never argue with cops, Margaret. No, don't don't argue with the cops. Never, ever, ever. I ever, never. Ever. I don't know. Yeah, I've never. I don't, I don't know. question them. I don't I do any of that. Yeah, I wouldn't. It's not the best idea. Never. It's a horrible idea. No. <laughs> yeah, don't don't. Do you're it. not gonna win. No, you're not gonna win. You're not gonna win. Nobody's gonna win. Not that day. Nobody's gonna win. Nobody's gonna win. That's Ooh. a great. That's Nobody mm-hmm. wins. Yes. Mm-hmm. Nobody. Well, the cop kind of wins. He walks well, away. Well, they kind of win. wins, but that's sort <laughs> he of. He kind of wins. <laughs> I mean, if you think about like all of the things that I mean, they it's it's it uh, must be annoying to yeah. have to like write tickets. Like, yeah. it's it's got to be like you have to fill out a bunch of stuff, yeah. and you well, don't want to do don't it. They don't want to pull it. you over. They don't want to really, do it. They really don't want to do it. No, they don't my, want my, to. My 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 uh, uncle Joey was uh, my dad's dad. Uh, my dad's brother was a canine cop, and he always said, "I hate." pulling people over yeah the worst it's always an argument mm-hmm. i'm always scared yeah. i always have my hand on my holster yeah because when i walk into a car i always have my hand on the holster and i'm already got that button unbuckled he goes that's yeah. just how i am i'm that's just stressful it's it's that much stress yeah and no one can put themselves in their shoes it's no. easy it's easy to say okay so you walk up to the side of the car and okay well also think to yourself you might get shot yeah because no one puts themselves in that situation yeah yeah. You might get shot. Yeah. This might be the day some guy has a gun on his lap mm-hmm. and he's waiting for you to get right to the window and pop, pop, pop. Yeah. But you don't know that. Yeah. So think of that. Think of that stress. That's pretty stressful. Yeah, it is stressful. So the last I thing he wants to do is argue about me making a left turn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I can never be a cop. It's impossible. It's it's too hard. Uh-uh. It's too hard. Comedy, man. It's so much better. So much, so better. much easier. <laughs> so much easier. I got I got pulled over one time and I told them that I had to shit and I really did, <laughs> and they let me go because I was going really fast. And then he said he was like, okay, okay, okay. He was like, okay, okay, okay. I got, you know, he would like he let me go, but then he goes, you know, though, if if. It would have been, it would, this is making it take longer for you to get to the bathroom. Like, it was like this, the fact that you're going too fast isn't going to get you to the toilet faster. And what did you say? I was like, I know, I know, I know. (laughs) But I was so panicked and I really did have to shit that he felt it. And he was like, okay, okay, okay. Like, he really let me go. I think it was in New Jersey. Really? He really let me go. Ooh, those cops are tough. Yeah, he was like, oh, okay. Like, I, I think I like that, that, you know, the energy when you really have to shit, yeah, it was yeah. like, they knew. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not messing around. Yeah. Right. They know by the way, your tone yeah. that you're clinching your ass cheeks yeah. and talking at the same like, time. Like, I'm not, I'm, this is not, no, I'm not uh, doing this. Just get out of the ticket. Please, officer, like, please, I'm going to shit my pants. Yeah. They know. I, I've never, I've never gotten into an accident. Check my record. Yeah. I'm Margaret Cho. I've never <laughs> been in an accident. I've been driving since I was 16. Yes. Yes. I've never been in an accident, but I will. I will have, have an, an accident. accident. Yeah, I will yeah. have an accident on my seat. On my rec- not my, not on my record, but on my seat. <laughs> on my seat. I have shit in my car a few times. Stop few, it. A few times. Please stop yeah. it. Yeah. Why? 
because I'm cocky. And I think I have all the time in the world. And I drink a lot of coffee. So there's a couple of reasons. And you just shit in your mm-hmm. car? A couple times. What? Wow. Yeah. A couple times. On your way home? Well, you know, in different in different capacities. I've almost shit. Like, usually I'm almost going to shit at the, <laughs> if I go to the airport and in an Uber. Yeah. Almost always. <laughs> almost I have always. Like a, a, a moment, a, a crisis. I don't know what it is about this Uber, but I got to shit. Yeah. And they, they're not supposed to drop you off in the arrivals, but I've had them do that. They, oh, they they're not allowed it. to? No. They're not allowed to. No, I didn't know that. I think if they were Uber, Uber black or an Uber brown. <laughs> like I, I had. Yeah, and you've been in Uber brown before. Yeah. It was a black, and yeah. then you made it a brown. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uber. I'm sorry about that. That's what Marcus says. For what? You'll see. <laughs> you will see. Five stars, though. Yeah. <laughs> Five stars. Five mm. shitty stars. Yeah. <laughs> I've never shit. In the I, car? No. This is a great pod. You know why? Because Ooh. now I get to tell my story. Okay. About when I was at uh, Nordstrom Rack. Okay. Mm. And Nordstrom Rack right by the airport on Sepulveda. Okay. Okay. So if you guys aren't from LA, when you land in LAX, on Sepulveda in the 405, there's a there's a Nordstrom Rack there. And I worked in the shoe department. And I remember I had to open. So you get there at like 7 o'clock in the morning. And you have to shelve the shoes. and put uh, Because it's like a smorgasbord of shoes. So you have to size them and put the eights and the eights and all uh, all the right sizes and and you have to p- grab them from the floor and put them on the shelf nicely. I'm telling you that that was an hour and a half job on its own, mm-hmm. and we have to get it ready by, b- before it's open. Me and the and the manager. Did I tell you the story already? Nope. We're we're t- just trying to make each other laugh, right? So when you look at the shelves, you look at each other. You can see each other through the, the shelves. You know what I mean? They're shoe shelves. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? That's like it's like a tree. Right. So I'm, I'm looking at. Him, we're talking. We're laughing, and we're just going as fast as we can. And he's like, we're doing fart jokes. Uh-huh. Non-stop fart jokes. You have a fart and uh and it smells so bad, blah, blah, blah. And we're just, I'm dying laughing. And then I do one. Like, you have a fart, blah, blah, blah. Ah, we're laughing. And then he does another one. You have a fart and there's ha 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 And then I go, and then I go, I forget his name. Terrence. He goes, what? And I wanted to fart. Because mm-hmm. I thought that would be the this is the big punch of this is the grand finale. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. The grand finale is I actually fart. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right? And I went to squeeze it out. Oh. Man. oh. I shit. <laughs> oh, no. Everywhere. Oh, my God. Oh. It goes down my pants. Oh. My sock. Oh, no. It's in my shoe. Oh. oh. And I, and then, but I go, Terrence. And he goes, what, man? Like, he's still pre-laugh. Like, what, man? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, man, what? I fucking run. Oh! I run to the employee bathroom. Uh-huh. I take everything off. I, I'm completely naked. I'm washing my ass with the paper towels. Oh. And I, I had nowhere to throw it because you can't flush that in the toilet. Right. So I didn't know what to do with it. So I think I was like, <laughs> I think I'm washing the paper towels mm-hmm. in the sink. Yeah. So I could throw the <laughs> towels away because I didn't yeah. want yeah. to clog the toilet. <laughs> yeah. So now I'm washing my ass. With the paper towels, and I'm cleaning the shit in the sink. This is an employee bathroom, by right, the way. Right. And I got shit all over my boxers. I got shit on my pants. Oh. They're gray uh, dickies. Oh, and I, and I t- no. So get this. Margaret, Dre, you're going to love this. 
I, I, I finally just give up on the boxers, right? I wash them, but I'm like, I can't wear them because they're soaking mm-hmm. wet. So I wrap it up in paper towel and I throw it away. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm just going to free ball it the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. But I have to clean these pants, yeah. right? Yeah. And the cool thing is the boxers, the boxers ca- caught a yeah. lot of the shit. Nice. Yeah. Uh, all, the, all my pants were just like the dribbles. Yeah. yeah. The dribbles of shit going down yeah. my pants. Yeah. So I'm cleaning the shit. I'm cleaning, I'm cleaning the dribbles, right? <laughs> I'm cleaning the dribbles. Oh, the socks I threw away. Socks are yeah. gone. Da, 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 I threw yeah. those away. Da, da. And then the shoes, of course, the leather, I clean that off, right? But the pants, I got I got to clean the pants. So I'm cleaning the pants and I get water all over the pants, right? All the little dribbles, big giant watermarks all the way down uh-huh. the thigh, all the way down the calf. I turn around to put it underneath the air dryer. Because yeah. in my head, I'm like, there's an air dryer. Right. There's no air dryer. Oh. oh. I'm in the employee bathroom. It's just paper towels. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Bro, I'm screwed. I'm completely. I look like Winnie the Pooh right now. Yeah. I got my dress. I got my shirt on. I'm completely naked from the ass down. And now you're. And I got my dickies. And I'm trying to. Now my pants are wet, Mm -hmm. so I had to take paper towels and do friction. Yeah. I'm doing this, Mm -hmm. and Terrence starts knocking on the door. Joe, bro. What's going on, man? You all right? <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm totally good, man. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm calling. Did he know that you shit? I, he pretended he didn't know. I Cool guy, man. I, I can't remember his name, but I think he knew. But I, I walked out. I, I swear to God, I was able to pull it off, man. Mm. I pulled it off. I got the I got the got those little spots to dry up. I was in there for at least forty five minutes. Yeah, and uh, uh, and I remember I go I go Terrence, you got to send me home like right away. Mm-hmm. Please mm-hmm. send me home. Mm-hmm. And uh, but anyways, I made it. Yeah. So that's my shit story. Wow, that's a good story. You yeah, open that's, that's a great story, yeah. Margaret. You open that up. Thank you. Yes. So we all shit in public. We do. We've all done it. Yeah. Have you done it, Dre? I just when I was nine. All right. Um, all right. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Cool guy. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Mr. Cool Guy didn't shit himself. <laughs> Where's Brian? I'll work, Is Brian I'll in I'll there? Work on it. Where's Brian Baldinger? Ah, oh, he did. I was going to ask him if he did, because I know for a fact Brian did. I'm sure I'll have a shit in public situation. Soon. 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 I'm you're getting, getting older. You're at that age. It'll happen. Yeah. You know, what's yeah. Cool? you know what's cool about us three, though? We all look young. Yeah. That's good. It's we true. look good. We, do. we yeah. look young. You haven't aged at all. That's my good. Head. That's really good. Not at all. Thank you. You look good. You look good. Thank you. The only thing old on me is my beard. What is he here? No. What's up? No, but I have a story. Oh Ooh. my god! So my sister has a story. Gemma, okay. what's that? No, it's not me though. It was my flying partner when okay. she was doing the. Um, where the where the where the emergency yeah. exits are? Yeah. Okay. And then she had to poop. Oh. And then what? That's how you end it? What happened? As you can tell, she's not the comedian in the family, Mario. She just went like this. She was doing the exit, and she had to poop. (laughs) Good night. (laughs) Good night, everyone. Yeah, no, in the middle of it, she had to run because she had running. It was running while she was doing it. So she left? So she had to run to the bathroom right in the middle of it. So, you know, all the attention, all the passengers were looking at her. Yeah. (laughs) And then, like... You know, shit was just running down her leg. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, yeah, that's the punchline, Joe. There's the punchline. Yeah, you terrible. left that part out. <laughs> oh, my God. This is a great part. Everyone's like, oh, my God. There's probably people right now that have to shit. Have to shit right now. Yeah. It's an uncomfortable feeling. 
I don't understand. They don't have the confidence of a Margaret Cho. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm cocky. I'm a I'm cocky. It's my car. I'm a shit in it. Yeah. Brian, go for it. Hi. I mean, I definitely remember a lot of the things that you were talking about, about being in the bathroom and having to make the decision to throw away the underpants. Yeah, yeah. Like, that tracks. Like, I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> it's because the, I don't, I can't remember the exact time, but as an adult, yeah. I was an adult man in a bathroom looking at underpants and wrapping them in paper towels and That's trying to, you got to bury it deep. Bury it deep. In the can, too, yeah. because nobody can find it. I don't want them to get it. to DNA. Yeah. That was me. Yeah. Margaret, who would have thought? The day I saw your special, and you inspired me to do stand-up comedy, (laughs) and opened that door for all of us Mm -hmm. who's doing it right now, not only Asian, but just anybody, because you made it hip, by the way. That's good. You were that hipster movement. (laughs) You were. Yes. I think I told you this before. Yes. Comedy was very kind of like old, and you were like that one that was like, nah, young people do this too, and young people come and watch it. Um. That this would be that moment where you're here in front of me and I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. And I chose to talk about shit. Yeah. I can't believe this. I, I love it. <laughs> I think it's great. I fucking love you. I Margaret. love you. I really appreciate everything that you've done for stand-up and for me and everyone else that's coming up. Aww. You open up the door and you're still going. Yes. And I can't wait for this next hour. Yes. Because it's going to be called. It's fine. <laughs> I'm done. It's dumb. <laughs> Please call all of it. Okay. Please give in all three of those. I will. It's fine. I'm done. It's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward for the new hour. Yes. I can't wait for this new tour. Yes. And your podcast is unbelievable. Thank you. Can we share the stage together? Let's Just do it. Once? Yeah, let's do I've it. I've asked you before. Yeah, let's do it. Do you want me to send a car? Yes. <laughs> I might shit in it. But. You're so fucking cocky. We'll do it. You will shit in the car I send you. Yes. So cocky. Margaret Cho, I love you. I love you. Thank you so much for joining Thank the pod. Thank you. You guys, that's Margaret Cho. You know where to go see her. It's everywhere. Go see her live. Go listen to her pod. And I'm just happy that you're here tonight. Thank you. Love you. It's the Koi Love Don't fake it, just bust a move. This joint is gonna get you in the mood. Avenue, a, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network.